sucks. We're in the positive. Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea. Like bottom half of the table. What's up, everyone? Podcast FC, episode number 30. We got a little Capital One Cup final review. Going to touch on that and then get into BPL match day review as well. Week 27. Week 27. Crazy week 27. Super Sunday included. Love it. Glory, glory. Well, glory, glory. <laughs> let's get started with the best game. Liverpool losing to Manchester City. It was a great game. It. it was a great loss. I, uh, <laughs> a great loss. <laughs> Wait, what, what do you have to say for that Liverpool performance? I'm, I'm not mad either way for the fact that they played really good. I mean, there were some times they could have played better, but to go up against Man City, take them to penalties, they came back strong to get that goal. I mean, I, I wrote something over the week saying this month is going to be crazy for them because they have to face both Manchester teams twice at Chelsea and at Palace. They start this off well. In that, uh, I wrote about how um, this could really define how Klopp does this year. If they lose every game this month, it's going to be horrible for them. Even though they lost this game... Let's hope. No, no. Even though they lost this game, they played extremely well. Better than I think uh, Brendan Rodgers would have had them play. Well, that's a, that's the other cool thing, too, is that... we, Not that we keep forgetting, but this is not Klopp's team. This is Brendan Rodgers' team, and it goes to show exactly how influential Klopp is. You know, he's managed to band these players together, players who are struggling, players who are sort of mediocre under Brendan Rodgers, and he's managed to get them into a cup final, coming back from one nothing down. I mean, it's it's kind of scary what's happening over there at Merseyside. You know, but this was a game. It is scary, and that's why I'm glad he didn't win this because once those players get that first trophy under that manager... Uh, Jose Mourinho, 0405, winning the League Cup, went on to win the league title in the same year. Not, for blood. not saying Liverpool's going to win the l- title this year, but they build off that. You know, Arsenal two FA Cups. Then you have this season where, you know, they're making a run for the title. So this momentum building is dangerous. And with Klopp at Liverpool, he's going to get those players in this summer, start building his own team. They just won a trophy. Hendo raised it first one without Gerrard. You know, it's a lot of things that I'm glad didn't happen. I don't even think they needed the trophy. I think they just tasted it today as well. So that that motivation after this game, the hunger, the desire is going to build from today. I'm sure you can't taste it. It's still a loss, dude. Like you, you can't say I know what it's like to win unless you have won a trophy. I know, but you know, you can't taste it if you can't touch it. Just saying, destroyed. No, (laughs) no, 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 no. Listen, it's one of those things where they were so close that they're going to want it even more. So even though, let's say they get the trophy, they're going to want it. No, they didn't. They didn't get it. But if they didn't win, which, which they, happened, which they didn't, but they're still going to have the desire to win. They're going to have the hunger. They're going to ha- be angry about losing. To so they come back, back even back. harder. So in a few days, when they play City again, I don't even know what kind of game this is going to be. And uh, Liverpool rebound. won just yeah. for the fact that Sturridge didn't get hurt after playing all well, those minutes. That's not true. That's not true. At the very end of the game, he was limping off. He was cramping. Yeah, yeah, he was cramping. That's cramping. Sounds yeah. like an injury. No, he tore his ACL. Sorry. <laughs> it was filleted open. He's set field. for scans later this evening. We'll uh, post an update. As long as it's not his hamstring again. Pro side. <laughs> it's definitely going to be interesting to see how Liverpool bounces back. But for me, Willie Caballero was the hero of this game. Yes, he was. Uh, well, he played, he played the every game in the League Cup. Uh, and so we got to the final. Pellegrini. You know, out of respect, you know, give him, give him the guy the gloves for the game, you know. And both goalies actually performed well. Mingole, though, did have the the goal he allowed to slip in under him from Fernandinho. And again, it just goes to show we saw the best and worst of Mingole in this game. He was up and down, but mostly up, honestly. And with the PKs, I was telling you guys, I think he's like a, a PK specialist. I thought he did well. He dove to the right corner. He, he reads the kickers, man. Like, he, yeah. dude, he got every single shot right. Yeah. He just couldn't get there. Because they were the perfection. Were, yeah. 
Yeah, it looks like Liverpool should have spent a little more time working on PKs this week. You know, everyone who took it for City was just side netting, side netting, side netting. Who did the last one? Yeah, 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 part of the, the overtime in the extra time. See, he's not that he, slow. He's gassed, no, 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 bro. <laughs> no, no, what I'm saying is Coutinho started really opening up and that's why Liverpool looked so dangerous at the very, very end for the fact that Yaya was basically walking on the field. At which end? The defensive end or offensive end? There was a it, lot of he, walking going along. Dude, yeah. The going game was open. Point, the game was open in transition for sure. Well, yeah. I'm saying in the extra time for the first few minutes Yaya was running but then gradually after five minutes in he just started really just shutting down. Coutinho started really working that that area in the middle. I was hoping they're gonna pull off a goal. Origi, he looked he looked good for being a young player. I was happy with him. Yeah, he's a bright spark in uh, should have won the game. Should have yeah. won the game. Oh, you're yeah. talking you about know, the touch know, from Milner? I'm talking about the header he should have oh, yeah. put down. Well, I think a certain former Red, uh, Raheem Sterling, should have won the game long before penalties. <laughs> Both times. Two clear cut chances. And he duffs them both. You know, his nerves, like, I know Hussey's been hypercritical about his finishing. No, no, no. I've not been hypercritical. I've been realistic. Everyone knows that Raheem <laughs> Sterling's finishing I'm sorry. is below par. <laughs> He's, he has a speed. He has Olympic speed. He has moves. He can get around. The reason why he has goals is because he can run by people and have one-on-one with the goalie. When he's when just shooting off balance or so, it's not going to be on target. He was in front of the net for those two and just missed the net. He was all alone. All you do was put it on target, and it basically goes in. Yeah, he and defi- he missed the net he def- twice. He definitely struggled. Um, his finishing was atrocious today. Everything else, though. Everything yeah. else was good. He looked really good on the outside. He was shifty. He got a Klein, a yellow card. And he was all over the place. He played very well. He just can't finish. And that's what everyone has said. That's always been the critique of his game. I think it's been the final ball. You know, now that there's a 50... 50- 50 million pound transfer you know number on his head yeah. as, a, as a teenager you know people are expecting the world from him and he's just not I, he's he's developing it you know I think he'll learn from that he'll learn from this mm-hmm. you know he's playing alongside um, people yeah, who, yeah, yeah, who are stepping up well he, he <laughs> on the opposition you got to see you know Aguero how he performed as well so and, it, and it, sorry man to cut you off I think bringing up Aguero was good to to see Aguero struggling as well you know, it's not like everyone was firing and everything fell apart when it got to Sterling. Aguero also had his chances. There was that great save by Mignolet, but... Which one? It, it, good good point. Um, plenty of saves from Mignolet. So it was good to also see Aguero couldn't quite... I feel like he was stuck in second gear. Never really got going in the game. I think Mignolet kind of justified that new five-year contract today. I mean, some of the some of the saves we talked about him being kind of a Barthez kind of goalkeeper, where he kind of makes like the easy fumble, but then yeah. makes the incredible save that nobody makes. And today, today, I mean, he he did have that one little stumble on the goal, but he easily saved four or five. See, I disagree. When you say one little stumble on the goal, it's the first goal in a final, <laughs> so it's not a little stumble. It's the Barthez. You have to. Part of being a world class goalie is inspiring belief in your defenders and trust and I think he does that for one-on-ones but there's always that thought in your back of your mind will he make a mistake and that to me is the part that he has to eradicate from his game 
Not sure how he's going to do it. Maybe may take a whole new season so we can judge him freshly. But as far as this season, from what we've seen, he can allow the the, the mistaken goal. I agree with you on that, Tom, uh, for the fact that with outside backs, one of the things that you want to try to do is give the the forward, the striker, a hot, like a low percentage shot. That's what he gave for, uh, Fernandino. Uh, who was it? Yep. Fernandino. Yeah, Fernandino. It was. Yep. And Mourinho and Lucas were on Aguero. Mourinho, after the pass, came in, took away passes, and Fernandino didn't have much room to shoot. Mm-mm. He gave him a really bad angle to shoot. You it, should be able to trust your goalkeeper right there. And punch it out, right? Yeah, punch exactly. it out, get your leg there, get your body in front of it, anything, just as long as it stays out of the net. And then he jumps up and goes horizontal to catch it with his chest. It's like, all you had to do is, actually, he didn't even have to move. He could have just stood there and would have hit his kneecap. It's a fundamental mistake. Fundamental mistake. So, I'd rather and just have to... Sorry, man. Ahead, man. <laughs> Yo, bro, my timing's so off. <laughs> um, just to wrap it up with um, Pellegrini, man, it's good to see him sort of get a little respect on his way out of the door. You know, he's done a difficult job at City in maintaining sort of like what Mancini built, you know, and sort of like building on that a little bit more. Obviously, they Dude, still I'm so it. happy for Pellegrini. Yeah, man. Like, I feel like he was just a quiet servant at a club that is very tumultuous. He, there was no, outside of Yaya Torre's birthday scandal, there was no you know, players in the back room doing, you know, superstar things. Like, he's done a quietly good job of sort of keeping this team propped up as a top three team. Contender every season. Every season, and then passing it on to Pep to get them to that next level. So quiet boss. Very quiet, very respected. Well, you have to understand why City do it, though. I mean, you have a top ten manager, but you trade him for a top two manager in the world. Yeah. So, I mean, you feel bad for him, but it is what it is. But you have to uh, give props to Yaya. Uh, even though he slowed down the extra time, he played very well in the beginning of the game. Uh, throughout the whole game, he ran. He made some great runs, great passes. He was really good. See, and then Lalan at the end also. I mean, I'm not trying to bring, put them together because of the, the scuffle, but Lalana when he came on, he was exciting to watch. He was. Man of the match? Unanimous, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you think? Yeah, no, no, yeah. No. I give it to the last touch, The yeah. last touch of the ball. Um, I'm with Tiki. Cavalera for me. He had some great saves, and then in the penalties, I mean, yeah, fantastic. Ah, it's a fair, fair Caballero, challenge. Caballero, man, comes up big. You, it's got to be unanimous. All right, I mean, fine. It doesn't have to be. No, no. Unan- if you think yeah, yeah, you can say yeah, yeah. Come on, just a step yeah, yeah. Stick it to want. Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last touch of the game. Next game. <laughs> Glory, 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 man, man you know. No, 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 I'm not allowing this. I don't care if you want. Glory, 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 man, you know. Tom, what are you doing in London, bro? London is falling down. My goodness. London is burning, dude. Panic in the streets of <laughs> London. <laughs> the theater of dreams is Dude, back. It, it was a dream this morning, man, to watch to watch our boys show a little heart with a bunch of youth players. You got <laughs> no random <money. laughs> dudes who, an hour before the game, I'm scrambling on Google trying to figure out who these kids are. And they come through, man, against a strong Arsenal squad, a healthy Arsenal squad. <laughs> Love it. And it was our boy Rashford getting his, his fourth goal in uh, four days. Four days, four goals, four days. Two games, four goals. Four goals, 18 one years old. One assist. And an assist today also. <laughs> Shout out to Nicholas Anelka, number 39. Number 39. It's got to be the He's number. rocking it. Uh, He's rocking it. I like it. What am I supposed to be impressed over here? <laughs> it's a Man United day. Welbeck scores on the other side too. This is a Man United <laughs> versus Man United game. Essentially. Apparently. 
dude, he came back. He actually showed heart, rewarded Venga by starting him. And Ozil, to me, was was the superstar who stepped up, and he wanted it out there. You know, defensively, there were times when, obviously, I thought that he could have been a little bit more, exerted a little bit more effort in his tackles. Um, but in terms of recovery, in terms of production, he got a goal and an assist for Arsenal. That's he, he did not have the support either. He didn't, yeah. and he was he was screaming. And I'm I'm now I'm kind of feeling bad because honestly, I don't think this Arsenal team is built to win um, major titles. Bro, I'm glad I'm glad you said that, man, because he showed the same frustration midweek in the Barcelona game on that goal that um that Barcelona got that first one on the break. He just looked at his teammates like, Because he's on that level. What the fuck? Like, you're really going to give away a goal that sloppily? And today, too, they weren't... I wouldn't say Arsenal was sloppy today. More like unlucky because they had plenty of chances to close this game out very early. But I think Ozil's starting to realize, wow, I'm at a A-, minus, maybe B-plus club right now. And for me, Aaron Ramsey had a terrible game. He Absolutely did. terrible game. Dribbling, too. dribbling with the ball too much. Just pass it or move it if you're in the middle of the field. You know, he was trying to bomb on, which I can respect. That's the part of his game that we all love when he breaks beyond that defensive line Those and he gets in the box. Runs, yeah. But you have to understand your responsibilities and you have to play quicker when you're on the ball. I think he slowed it up in the midfield. People, the starting lineup today was Theo Walcott at center forward, um, Alexi Sanchez at right wing, and Danny Wilbeck at left wing. So it was interesting to see Wenger not start Giroud. Um, what, what are your guys' thoughts on Dude, that? This, yeah, well, it's Daly Blind and Michael Carrick, two small guys. You put okay, Giroud in there, and I think he just wins the physical battle alone. He got it. He got his tactics swapped. He should have played Walcott against Barcelona, okay, and he I, should have played no. Giroud. I listened to PFC the other day, and I disagree with you because every we all thought that Arsenal got their tactics right the other day, didn't we? I thought they got it wrong. I know you did. Yeah. Well, I mean, you I'm could, not afraid you to could. stand alone. Like, Are you sure? I'm not saying I'm not saying you guys should agree with me. I'm just saying that's the way I saw it. Like, who knows, man? We're all like sort of you know. Arsenal had it right the other day. I mean, they had if they just put the ball in the net, <laughs> they would have won. All right, well, hold on. Why, okay. why did they get it Either wrong way. this time? Let's hear. Because your point exactly. Carrick is a center mid, inexperienced defender, and Blind is short and small. He's been playing that position for a while, but you've seen him sometimes making those kind of center mid mistakes. You They're know? not true center backs. He's not true center back. So you put a guy like Giroud, who also is a body, and when he came on, Arsenal started playing more direct. They were causing us problems which in the is, back. Which is how they should have played. Exactly. Direct. They should have started with Giroud playing direct. But honestly, initially, I was I was sal- <clears throat> sal- salivating at the mouth when I saw um, Carrick was starting at center back. God, Sent out a group man. test. Yep. Text. Just basically, I thought Farid brings up the physical part for Giroud. I bring up the speed part. What about the speed aspect <laughs> yeah, of it? He's faster than Michael Carrick. But yeah. not, not once did we really try to play balls in behind. And that, I think, was an issue. You guys weren't playing the deepest line, too. I think the line was deeper than normal because it was. because the Van Gaal realized that usually there's smalling, so we can play a high line where if Blind gets beat for pace, smalling will cover. I think Van Gaal got it perfectly right today, making sure the defense played a little deeper and had De Gea come up a little higher. So if you try to play anything over the top, De Gea is going to clean that up all day. So, but to me, we weren't really. I understand like your theory, but. In, in reality, we didn't really play too many balls it through. Was, because it wasn't on. That's the thing. The pros, like, they don't just, you know, say, oh, Carrick is slow. We're going to try to dink it over. If it's not on, if if they're, the other team I know, is playing. Why isn't it on? Those runs aren't really being made as much. No, Those balls aren't really being deep. played no, as much. because United's too deep. 
So to play it over has to be almost a perfect threaded ball so that De Gea doesn't have time to come get it. It was just, it was a deep line, bro. It was just a stale, like, they, they it, jammed you, basically. Like, you couldn't do anything over the top. I wasn't, you can, Arsenal, you know, we don't really play over the top balls. You can always thread a through ball on the ground. I'm just saying those runs in behind weren't as prevalent today. And you guys won the midfield battle. You guys we won. Did. And Schneiderlin didn't even play that well. And he was there by himself holding mid, you know, yeah. like... Herrera kept bombing on. I was Herrera was on. It was mainly Schneiderlin by himself, and he did incredibly well for and, you doing not two men's work, but playing from, you know, that whole uh, sideline-to-sideline area. Yeah, and I've been a huge proponent of having one D-mid when we're playing home games. Because having two D-mids... What does that usually, tell you, though? Usually you play Carrick and Schneiderlin in that position, or Carrick and Boston, and Boston's not really a D-mid, he sort of a number eight a little bit without the legs but playing Herrera there man you, you have to keep the other defense honest and if you have two demons I feel like the other defense has more initiative to press and shrink the field and sort of box you in and having Carrick playing center back meant you had to play Herrera in that position and mentally he likes to go forward he defends but he likes to go forward so when he has the ball the Arsenal defense has to drop off because he can play that ball he's a threat Versus Carrick or Schneiderlin, who play the ball side to side. And to me, on that goal, Under did did score. To me, that's Ramsey's man. Coughlin tracks back. He's inside the box. He's where Dude. he needs to be. Ramsey's all the way out to the right. Under with the late arriving run. And he gives a space. And it was a deflected goal. Yeah, the circle. Right? Yeah. The circle, dude, he had like 30 yards of space all the way from like the center, uh, from the halfway line to the 18. In the middle of the field. Just not tracking <laughs> the bag. Casual jogging. Like, it's not like he's making this run. We're on a counter. Just casual Same, same thing with the Barcelona goal. But even slower. That's, you know, it, you know? It, it's like Tom says. It's Arsenal in transition. Uh, well played. Arsenal that, in transition. Defense in transition. It's exactly what it is. Like, they, they're good. Like, they, they proved the other day by shutting down Barca for the first half, yeah. you know, that this is that they could be world class. Even with someone like Per Mertesacker, who is slow, but gets his positioning right. I mean, they showed, they showed today, like, when they, when they get caught in transition... It's like they are all taking a nap and they can't find who they're it's supposed a mess. to be. You learning. need players yes. like N'Golo Conte who are amazing in, in transition. Mm. He's fast, he has stamina, and he's defensive. Huss, you got something on your mind? Yeah, let's think beyond this game. Rashford got hurt, correct? Yeah, his groin. Hurt. His, his groin. Yeah, cramp or a his groin, yes. Oh, okay, he so was. he hurt a muscle, I thought that. Let's say um, he recovers fairly quickly, Jean. He comes on again, scores more goals. Depay keeps up his form. Herrera keeps up his form. Lingard keeps up his form. All these young players are feeling very good. They're scoring a lot of goals. Is Rooney? Where's, where's he play? He comes back in. Martial. They come back in. They oh, come back in, bro. Easy. You put the kids yeah, on the bench. They come right back in. <laughs> you know what happens? Why? They're the, scoring goals. No, because the only the, the reason you put them back in is because they're quality players, and now they have pressure from youngsters on the bench. The reason why I feel like Rooney's also but struggling But if Rooney doesn't, if he doesn't start scoring, do you I put him on the bench? Yeah, I mean, you, you rest him, you know, depending on the game. Obviously, like, you want to keep a guy like Rooney. Rooney would have to have a, an atrocious game to justify being benched, just like Marshall. How are we real talking quick, about Wayne Rooney right no, now? No, no, real what quick, I'm saying though, is Marshall. I think Man United has the new age yeah, Dwight, change the Dwight, uh, Dwight York and Andy Cole on their hands. Don't say and, it, man. And that's Anthony, that's, Martial, that's and, and, and Rashford. Just no, I mean, it's change on the guard. Valencia, is he out? Dude. Young, is he out? I mean, all these young players, they're coming in and they're overpowering the older players. 
If they're going to score goals... It's two games. No, I know. But what I'm saying is if their performance keeps going that way... And Martial is in two games. He's been a full year. Lingard's done pretty well. Depay has been a few games. Okay, well, Depay had an okay game Two red dongs? Yeah. Depay didn't do a good enough job today to justify no one coming in. To justify, say, Martial staying on the bench for him. He he bought another game, though. If Martial's healthy... No, no, I'm saying... Depay falls off, I think. Oh, no, Rashford falls off. I'm sorry, Rashford. Lingard falls off. Depay's been playing. Lingard's good, man. Depay's been playing. Lingard played defense today. Lingard played Dude, Lingard That's why you, think you don't see Lingard on the field, yeah. man. And like, got he, an just, he gets back in time. Lingard ball. He gets an assist. You don't see Lingard on the field, man. He's no. very. He's not flashy. He does he, the job. He scores so. the goals. Lingard was underground yeah. ball today. Just quietly got the job done. Just also, shut down. he gets, no he gets important. <laughs> he gets important goals too. Uh, how about we talk about the one thing we haven't seen Whoa. all year? LVG showing emotion. That was oh sick. man. <laughs> That was the it. robot finally breaks down. <laughs> and falls down at the same time. It's a little dive, a little break dancing. Hey, man. He finally, <laughs> I think this is the first time that the crowd's been behind him 100%. Is that the first time he smiled watching a game? Yeah, it dude, is. Dude, that could be my eyes. That, when that happened, that's when I thought to myself, damn, this really might be over. Because yeah. LVG just hadn't showed emotion. And then up until this point, he, he really shows him. The, the crowd loves him. and it started, it started with Rashford's second goal. When he scored his second goal... LVG stood up in his seat. He actually got out of his chair and was clapping for the team. And then he sat back down. He was like genuinely excited and happy that they scored. This guy knows young talent, man. Did it at Ajax, won the Champions League in 95. Now he's bringing these guys in. I'm not saying Bothwick Jackson's going to be the next Roberto Carlos. But well, all of a sudden, I'm just LVG's saying, your boy. You chose the, <laughs> the wrong youngster to bring up, I feel like. I, no, I, honestly, no, to no, make no, my honestly. point, it was perfect. All I'm saying is that he's giving youth a chance, man. Like he's giving Dude. these youngsters a shot. I like LVG. I don't. Do. I don't give him to. that much credit because there's 14 injuries. That's why. And also, <laughs> if anyone's gonna get credit, it's Nicky Butt. Gets signed what a week ago no, to be director. Yeah. You can't give Nicky Butt too much credit, Rashford. bro. <laughs> Come on, obviously I'm joking. Yeah, yeah you Come better. On. Be. That's a joke. But honestly, Van Gaal hasn't had a choice. If he doesn't, like, who would he play today instead of, let's say, instead of Weir who came on late or instead Nobody. of Nobody. Exactly. You don't have anybody. So I, th- I think it's just all the credit should go to the youth. I don't know if you should give any like much credit to to Van Gaal for this. Good for him. We won. When we but lose, defensively, we you still kind of look frail because you kind of allowed us into the game and we're on you. Because it was just, Michael Carrick and Daily Blend. Because of injuries. We have two bro. youth academy yeah. products and two center mids playing center back. <laughs> exactly. All right, y'all just be quiet over yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take a seat, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a seat. Man of the match. Who you got, Tom? <laughs> here we go. Let's see how impartial Tom is. Who's the I guy? got Mizuto. Yeah. Oh, I'm just kidding. You got to give it to the young kid, Rashford. <laughs> All right. He's out of control right now. Up next, we got Spurs versus Swansea. This game was a battle of the two goalkeepers. Uh, Fabianski versus Hugo Lloris. These two guys doing oh. handstands in I the goal. I love you said that. Ugo My Hugo. I love it. I love it. Hugo. Um, great game and, and another a title push game for the Spurs a game that they must win it was a come behind come from behind victory man. <laughs> yeah <laughs> 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 that was great <laughs> what what come behind yeah it's true though that's a, that's a title winning game <laughs> so the, the little boy in me started giggling I could have keep that one in <laughs> Yeah, man, this is a big one for Spurs. Spurs motor on, man. 
they they keep winning. And it was such it was kind of a fluky goal by Swansea. Honestly, deflected off of one of one of their teammates, and the, the player uh, was able to run in and actually just just tuck it in. But for for Spurs to rebound the way they did, I was watching it live. It was going on at the same time as Arsenal Man U. I was like, yes, Swansea's up one 0 Let's go. And then by the time it was all over, oh. I think this might be the worst Sunday. Six point swing. I've been to. It was a six point swing yeah. for you guys. Yeah, it was. It was just harsh for Arsenal. Definitely. Well, we all feel real bad for you. Yeah, <laughs> you should. Except we don't. No, definitely. <laughs> I feel. I feel good for Leicester. We'll get into that game too. But yeah, man, it was. Uh, it wasn't a TC. This. This was the type of game that last year, the year before, the last ten years, Spurs would have lost. Down one nothing. You're, Absolutely. You're running. You're running. Absolutely. You have good form. You're playing for something. They would have dropped these points, and it goes to show how brilliant Pochettino is, man. Like this guy's got these guys just playing like machines. They went down early, well, not early, but you know they went down either way in the game, and they just they still managed to just play their game and be patient. And eventually, they not only tied the game, they found a winner, man. And from a guy like Danny Rose, you got your fullback scoring goals, like. Chad Lee all of a sudden came back into the that's, squad. He's scoring goals. That's what I want to talk about, Chad Lee, man. He scored a couple goals in the last few games. I mean, he subbed on in this game the 62nd minute and scored in the 70th, having like an immediate impact in the game. And he's a guy that's kind of on the fringe of that lineup. And to, Bre- gi- to give Hussey a little credit here, the, the bench on this team looks pretty good. Thank you. Okay. It's a very deep team, man. And it- I'm not gonna. Say, I did not say it's a very deep team. I no, said I they have some good bench players. I think it's deep in the sense of like, their bench is like solid, like B players, you, maybe B minus players. You can trust players. them. Yeah, the trustworthy players. That's all you can do. Yeah. Can you though? But no, no. Trust them for Tottenham. Not you know. Trust them for top three. I'm, like, not, I'm not saying, saying Barcelona. Yeah, I'm not or saying anything. Man City depth, Chelsea depth. But, no, I don't, but I, we're I, saying this is a this is a difficult position for Arsenal, Man City to be in, trying to catch a team like Tottenham because everyone's playing at the level they should be. So when you put in Chadley, you expect a B plus game. He gives you a B plus game. You put in, uh, you start Daily Ali. When's he gonna drop off? He's not. It doesn't look like he's dropping off. He's taking that position away from Chadley. He is a seven out of ten game every game. Like mm. you can't rest a guy like that. So it's like whoever they bring in, man, it's literally like they just plug him into a socket and the machine keeps rolling. And they had uh, Vertonen and Dembele. We didn't even play this game. They're still in- out injured. So there's two more players, I guess, that could even improve their starting lineup or their bench. And you got Man City and, and Arsenal sort of struggling and dropping points. It's, <laughs> it might be a two-horse race by the end of this. Between season. Leicester and Tottenham. Who would have predicted, me? bro? Are you kidding? Damn. All right, that's about it there, I think. we. Got uh, I just want to talk oh. about uh, the face mask Harry Kane had. I think I like Chelsea's face masks more than all black. Yeah, of course. More, more scary. Uh, the, Harry <laughs> Kane with the, the clear one? I don't know. What kind of creepy? It looked like had. almost like a... Well, like a diving mask, you know, taking the pool. Oh no, he was building the birdhouse before the match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot to take the uh, the wood shield off. <laughs> MVP of the game here. Who do you got? Who you got, Al? Me. Star of the match. I don't know, man. It's easy. I mean, it's easy. Hugo Lloris had some crazy saves. That's the Fabi- guy. I mean, but Fabianski, dude, like he kept them in the game. It's true. It's tough, but I gotta give it to Hugo. Cause he won. Just well, in the end, yeah. If you don't win the games, you don't get the points. I gotta agree, Hugo Lloris. Yo, Reese. I'm going Danny Rose. That shot, come on. He had another shot that was really close as well. I think uh, uh, it was actually had to be saved. It was on net from who knows where. It was from, like, Mars. Uh, he, sh- he shot it from, like, 40 yards out or something, 35 yards. The second one was, I think, about 18 yards. Danny. What, what minute? <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> oh, no, Danny Rose. I liked him. 
All right, play the dude, match. For me, it's got to be Fabianski, man. I know his team lost. Tottenham, I was looking at the stats, had 34 shots, dude. 34 <laughs> shots, and he led in two. I think you got to give him a little something, something. Yeah, he's I'll definitely give him an honorable mention, yeah. but yeah. he lost, you know? Yeah, I, I got to give it to him, man. Just, That's was, still a good shot. Tottenham versus, Tottenham versus Fabianski. That was it. Actually, the, the people saying that he got 9.4 out of 10. Wow. Did he? Yeah. His <laughs> ranking? Yeah, that's yeah. like out of control. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think I've seen a 9.4. I have from a goalie, especially. Yeah, a losing yeah. goalie. Exactly. Maybe in FIFA. All right, up next we have Leicester City takes on Norwich. <laughs> Leicester City in the 90th minute. Are you kidding? The 90th minute to win. Are you kidding me? Uh, 80, 89th. 89th, whatever. <laughs> if you don't the love Leicester kick. City, you do not have a heart. You don't have a soul. Uh, Never mind the heart. You're just not. You're just not. You're not. You're not alive. You're, you're just like you're, no yeah. pulse. You're like a rock. What a story, man! This is fairy tale stuff. This is stuff you'd see in some kind of Disney movie, like some some kid Vardy's working on a construction site. <laughs> like Matt Damon. Sudden, yeah, <laughs> like Matt Damon <laughs> playing on you know an English team. And... Oh, it's like uh, Mike Wahlberg Invincible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like the, the Philadelphia Open Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> the guy just comes out playing I'm with his buddies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I play professional football. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> that's exactly it, man. So like, what a story, dude. I thought, oh, this is this is the buckle right now. Leicester buckling late in the game, dropped two points. But either nope. way, they're in good shape. <laughs> oh, good for Leicester. Great story. No, no these, sit these down, were teaks. No. These were these were two rested sides coming in. You know, no FA Cup action, so they were well rested, man. Like it was two teams that were ready to go at each other. In Norwich, man, like I thought it was gonna be home. Leicester, King Power Stadium. You know, uh, Jamie Vardy was my captain in fantasy. I wanted like a hat trick or two goals or something. Um, Norwich, man, they, they stuck it to to Leicester. They had their for chances. Ninety minutes, and yeah. they had their chances. Cameron too, man. Jerome missed one off the corner kick. That was a critical um, that was a header. Goal. Oh yeah. Yeah, and yeah, he, he had a couple other opportunities when he was running in to the goalie. He tried to go around the goalie. He tried to go around. He right into his Michael hands. Yeah. When you should have probably taken it first time. It was on his right foot. So. Um, couple opportunities Norwich um, missed out on honestly and Leicester again they do what winners do they win late they get a clean sheet they didn't stop and they, they look waited, like the title they, favorites they grinded for that goal man mm-hmm. and you could see the relief around the stadium because they knew how big that goal was that ball whipped in by Mark Albrighton it was absolutely clinical mm-hmm. so professional to hit that ball first time and drive it curling away from the keeper at the top of the six yard box like that with two strikers crashing it's just that's 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 a ball you put in at the 90th minute, and you see what happens, you know. Yeah. And Ajoa just ended up to, ended up being the hero at the end of the day. <laughs> and that's a beautiful Super thing, sub. man. Ajoa is the guy who carried him last year, even when they struggled, you know. Um, and he's also the guy, a guy they had when they were in the championship, and he's the guy who helped claw them up from the championship to the prem. So it's kind of cool for him to get that moment. That sort of hey, don't forget me on the bench, you know. I'm not saying you should start. Unfortunately, Vardy's just killing it. Okazaki's work great. But I'm happy to see uh, Ujoa sort of getting a little, you know, reward for his loyalty and, and all the squad service. role player, man. Definitely. Now, did you hear about the Leicester City fan naming his daughter after Vardy? <laughs> so Ashley uh, Marriott, um, he he brought up to his partner and said, like, look, I want to name uh, our daughter the middle name Vardy. She was okay, fine. If you can get five thousand uh, names on a petition, we'll do it. So he put it online. After a couple of days, it just took off. <laughs> now, he, 
He's probably going to get like 10, 15,000 names. <laughs> so it's going to happen. Yeah, I believe he already has the 5,000. Actually, no, I'm not sure His on that. His poor actually. kid. <laughs> What's your middle name? Vardy. <laughs> should be bonus points. It should be her first name. Yeah, sure, yeah right? you get over, over 10,000. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, there, was a, there was an awesome banner in the game. It was a banner. It was like of the Godfather. You know, and he was kind of like holding the strings, that was sick. and the, the, the face was it was Claudio Ranieri instead of you know uh, Marlon Brando. It was awesome. <laughs> that was sick, man. I it makes me want to get on a plane and just go to Leicester and just experience the energy in the city, the vibe. You know, like I don't give a shit about Leicester to be honest. I kind of want him to win only because I don't want Arsenal or City to win like bigger clubs. But honestly, do it for the story, exactly, just for the story. We'll so, hear about this thirty years from now. To, to, to like be spend some time in the city of Leicester like yeah. that'd be kind of cool man to feel that vibe I agree with you let's, let's get go on plane. let's, let's do, it. do it right now alright guys so <laughs> if you guys want to donate um, podcastfcshow at gmail.com hit us up banking information wiring information all that good stuff put us on a plane to Leicester yeah, we'll check our shows from over there <laughs> boom alright man of the match well I just want to say oh. before man like the the we already know Claudio Ranieri deserves a lot of credit for uh, this team this season. Um, but the players have been doing a lot of the talking or getting most of the credit. But just his decision in the 78th minute to take off a defender with the game at nil-nil and go for that goal, go for that title, get that third goal, throw in a striker job. for a defender. You Great know? job. It's just, man, that's that's the mentality of this Leicester City team. Go for it. Yeah, no fear. Fearless, man. They got nothing to lose. Rule 101, man. Mm. Don't be afraid. House money, man. What was their target? 40, 40 points at the start of the season? Yeah, just to avoid relegation. 56 right now? Yeah, it's like 32 or something. Yeah, yeah, the magic number. The winning number right now. All right. All right, man of the match. For me, uh, Joa. Subs on, scores a goal. You're the man. No, what I'm going to give it to Albrighton. His, de- his delivery was on point throughout the game. His work rate is never questioned. And he got the winning assist. All Brighton. Good shot. I'm going to go uh, Ujoa. Ujoa comes on. Hero. Hey, don't forget about me. You know, I agree with you on that. I mean, it's one of those things they have forgotten about a little bit, but he was fantastic. Coming on, getting that goal. I mean, you I need mean, that. That. That's a, that. That could be something we look back on if Leicester ends up winning by two or three points and say, hey, without that goal, they don't win this, this league. You know, Full so team effort. It's It's beautiful, man. Beautiful. Uh, I'm also going to give it to Malk Albrighton for this game, just for his delivery and his work rate. And also a, sh- a shout-out just to Danny Drinkwater and um, Nicola Conte, mm-hmm. just because the engine of this Leicester team, man, like, they power. They they give Myers the ability or the time to rest and you're not tracked back because they work, you know. Dude, and, and, and it's cool because Drinkwater is being linked with getting a national team call-up. Is so, it? Yeah, so that's kind of – I mean, I don't think – I don't think when you look at the world stage, like he'll Danny Drinkwater, he'll be good, included. Yeah, at least at least, at least he's getting along. a shout. He's getting a look. You know, like people are acknowledging his. his hey, even work. Jimmy Bullock got a look at the national team. Exactly. Right? You know, what about Mark Noble? Will he will he ever get a look? He had his he had his look. That ship sailed. He had his look. He missed that boat, man. He's a club player forever. Quick nugget: Riyad Mahrez just seems to make a highlight tape every time he plays. So I honestly would not be surprised if Barcelona, someone like that, swoops in for him. Dude, and there was um, Ranieri was saying like Mahrez needs to like stay focused on Leicester. Not to say he's not, but he was basically saying like, yeah, we all see the writings on the wall. Someone's coming in for him. He just he can't play another year at Leicester. Not not a talent like that. So I think he's sort of like preparing the media like, hey, 
you're not dropping a story on us. We know Mares is probably going to leave us, but he's focused on Leicester for now. They'll be able to find a good replacement for the money they're going to get for Definitely. him. They'll yeah. be fine. I mean, they're going to go was... Champions League anyway, so yeah. they'll have that revenue. Like, they'll be fine. Yeah. Just give me three months, dude. All right. Then you can leave. Wrap no, it up. Just give me three months. Here we go. Chelsea wins the game. Let's talk about hey, it. Hey, hey, Chelsea wins two one. Next up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea played this week. Yeah, you missed <laughs> it. They won. Not like Liverpool who lost. Even matter. They should have simulated Destroyed. that game. That was a simulated game. It means nothing. FIFA Middle talk of the though. table simulation. FIFA terms. Oh, I love it. I love it. Suck at Southampton. <laughs> ah, this game, frustrating game. Baba gives that goal away early on to Shane Long. Just a Dude. just a stupid stupid mistake. What a finish by Long though. Yeah, no, Long's quality. Last I, finish. I'll give Long that. I'll give Long that all day. He's a good striker. He bounces around the teams, but he's he's got good pace. He helped Ireland beat Germany. Um, you know, he, he does all kinds of things. Um, but dude, the first goal, Fabregas. A little bit of a fluff. So uh, lucky. Fraser Forrester has been on. Was it five games now or four games? What? See, it hasn't been scored on. Either way, he had the, the six, record, six, right? Six, six, clean, six, 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 six clean sheets in a row, and then he gives up two of the softest goals we saw. I mean, <laughs> well, wait a minute, game. wait a minute. I blame him. I mean, the first goal, man. Not the first second. goal. Was no, soft. the first, the first goal was soft, man. And I blame him because you saw him switch off when Indecision. he thought the ball went out of bounds on Costa. Right away, he has both hands in the air, which means he's not switched on watching that play. Play the whistle. Play to the whistle. Now, obviously, Fabregas crosses that ball, and uh, who was it? Hazard. In? Hazard reaches in and throws him off. Fine. But I think if he switched on, maybe um, he makes a reaction save because he has that shot-stopping ability. Yes. But he switched off. I was so mad at him, dude, to give yeah, up was, such a soft goal. It was a soft goal. It was a lucky goal. Very. <laughs> a goal is a goal. I don't care how it goes in. <laughs> I guess so, Sask. Yeah, whatever. That's just weak, man, to give <laughs> up your clean sheet record. You yeah. know, six games going on seven. Could have had it, maybe. And he did hold and, a long, the the record, right? For yeah, but you might, well, you might as well give him too. That's yeah. the worst part. You might as well give it to Chelsea. Home. It's fine. <laughs> He's <laughs> playing let them at home. They applaud him. Um, they acknowledge him. I forget what minute it was, but like they acknowledged him, and he acknowledged the crowd that hey, like I'm a beast. Then the ball in the net. The ball goes in the net. Twice. <laughs> like a job, bro. Ivanovic getting the late winner, Dude, bro. I'm so pissed. That's, uh, that's he's, he's as bad as, that's almost as bad as Terry getting a winner for My me. God. He's the captain, dude. Terry, you know, I'm you know? fine with Ivanovic because he oh. is one of the hardest workers on the team. He's a good dude. He's had, yeah. a, he's had a turnaround dude, season. I would man. take him on any team. Dude, I hate him because he's a blue. I don't hate him because he's a bad oh. player. Or, I, I hate him because he's a good player on a good team, just like Terry Lampard, like those guys. I hate no, him. No, Terry, you can Terry's hate a dude. No, yeah, Terry, you can actually hate. <laughs> but... Ivanovic, I mean, he just seems like the guy you you want him as a teammate. You, it's one of those guys that you're like, I'll give up anything for him to be on the right side of our defense. Those Eastern he's Block a, dude. Al talks about him. Yeah. <laughs> That's Al's kind of guy. The only one robot robots. man in that position. That's Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only right robot back. in the league, dude. He's built like a pro cyborg. Yeah, I was sent from the future. <laughs> dude, Mikal, huh? Yo, glorious chance. This guy's legit. No, he's not. Give me a break. Dude, he's no, he's not. Give me a break. <laughs> he's been he's been in not really good are, form. Ramirez, Ramirez would have had four goals better. or something by now. <laughs> Ramirez would have Listen, done better. all I'm saying is that Mikel is in, has been in a, I I can't believe I've been saying this, but he's been in very good form the past month. He's been in form. Yes. No, he's in form. Which I've never no seen question. before, so this is all new to me. <laughs> okay. That's the point. How's he still at this club and I, you've never seen him in form? But he's 
But he's, he's hated on Kel. He's a must pro. Have been he has a janitor deal. He has a janitor deal. Six years. He's been there for almost a decade. Really? Since he was 20. Oh, I forgot about that. He United out. That's how much. That's how much you forget about him. We paid United to go away so we could recruit him. Yeah. United and Chelsea were going head to head for him. Sad, huh? Yeah, two Chelsea players I hate the most. Mikel. And then uh, Jeremy? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> the hell is his name? I just had Grunkhead. I lost it. Striker. Tori Underflow? No. <laughs> Nikola Nelka? No. How many you want me to tell? Help me. Zola? Zola. Solomon Kalu. That guy can suck a dick. <laughs> Took me a while to think of it, man. That guy sucks. That's not okay. Him and him and Mikel are the same type of oh, player, man. Uh, <laughs> just just straight doing it for the paycheck. Oh dude, let's man. talk about Chaos handball, man. Oh, that was, um, that was a penalty. That was a penalty, that was a penalty all day. Penalty. All, right. all day, there's no question. Thank God. Loosen your blue Well, you know, the referee... The referee <laughs> <laughs> must be laundry. The, the referee... He's <laughs> commando, right? Commands, they won. <laughs> they won, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the referee wasn't in a good position to see it. Yeah. The linesman was running to catch the play. Yep. The head referee was behind him. Yeah. So when he slid, it looked like a fair challenge, yep. and he was unable to see because his back was turned. Yeah, when in doubt, you don't give away a peek. No, you can't. You have to. You have to be 100. percent And it, it, it was, was a miscall. It was a little lucky, like. Yes. But what are you gonna? You want? You want to put video evidence so they can give the penalty? Like, mm. knock that off. That's no, that's just the game. Yeah, that. that's part of it, man. Yes. It was unfortunate to see um, Pedro get subbed off early for Seven Austin. minute, dude. I know. Something's happening in fantasy, eh, Huss? <laughs> one point <laughs> appearance point I thought he was going to get a point for an injury or something with his form I thought he was going to score today he played one well, I mean, game the other day you probably would have I think he I really thought he was going to he's been looking really good he's been looking comfortable that's the main thing comfortable mm. with the team feel like he's part of the team now mm-hmm. I feel like he's not taking 65 touches every time he has to touch the ball that's true. we're talking about Hazard <laughs> when he touches the ball is Hazard going to score this year yeah, in the Champions League final to win it. Dude, we gotta look up the odds. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> the odds of Herzog getting a goal. I might put like a hundred bucks on that. In like league, him not in the league, yeah, goal for the league. That's yeah. a legitimate yeah. thing. I might, I might just no, start this, hundred bucks at it. There's well, too many games left. Well, we know who they count. I, know, is, but like, I might put ten dollars on it. <laughs> that's true, but I mean, hundred bucks will get. I mean, the odds have to be like yeah. stupid at this point. And if it happened, that will be like the the worst. Best yeah. to worst yeah. kind of season any player has ever gone through. Play year, uh, play of the year, all the way to not no scoring goals. a goal and leaving no with a tail between your legs. We, we did it to Mata the year before, a couple of years ago. Same thing. He was player of the Can't season. Be United and won a trophy though. Yeah, no, but he was player of the season. We got rid of well, two years no, in a row. No, at Chelsea. That was player season at Chelsea. Hazard was player of the season of the entire league. Yeah. Touche. And also, uh, if a penalty comes up, do you give it to Hazard just to get his confidence going? No, no. Put him on He's the spot. Make him earn it. It's must too many. What? Give it to Oscar. Make him earn it. I I say you give that to him. Just get it, get the monkey off his back. Like Chikorito. Well, <laughs> well that, that was just bad. Man of the match. Look of the season. Man of the match for me. The, no one cares. The Seppin captain, Branislav Ivanovic. Boo that man. Come on, big man. For me, man, William. Ooh. As always, the spirit of the team, spirit of Chelsea, quietly getting it done, taking people on. Trickery plays out wide, plays in the middle. Who'd you have lately? William. William, love William. I was gonna go to with with William, but I'm gonna go with Fabregas. He got the goal. He, that was as bad as the goal it is. At least he still went in the goal. It is what it is. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Branislav. Branislav Ivanovic, class act. I also give it to Branislav just for that goal, man. Wins the game. Chelsea win a game. Eleventh place. Moving on up in the world. <laughs> Next up, we got Sad, Stoke versus Villa. Stoke looking like they're finding their form again. Mark Hughes' men 
getting it together. Well, to be Eber fair, Junior, are not to be fair, the best. it was up, two one against the worst team in the league by far. Agreed, but I mean, still, this is a uh, this is one of those TCB games where you're like, we're playing the worst le- team in the league. This is our bounce back game. Exactly. And they won two one. You and know, Stoke and had to game. Game. they had to win this because they haven't been in great form. So it was a mental hump, Hus. I think it was a oh, mental yeah, yeah. hump that and they had well, to get over. came back as well. He was Huge. injured for a little bit. And, uh, he didn't play two weeks ago. Not only Anatovic, but Wolfshire, that yeah. that the German center back who was in the middle, um, partnering up with their with their captain. So that was a huge return. They got they got to get some bodies back. One thing I really liked about Anatovic, I believe after one of the goals, I think I I, I mean I'm just I'm just uh, using my mind right now. I think that's scary. Yeah, no. <laughs> didn't didn't he point at Shakiri and go, "It's like all him." Oh yeah. Or, after I the mean, second that, goal. I mean, come on, that's a fantastic teammate right there. To there's so many times that I see a great pass, and the person who scores the uh, is right on the goal line. He just taps it in, and then he goes, runs, and celebrates. Yeah. No one ever gives uh, the credit. The yeah, give the credit guy. to the person who does so much work. Now, you he really actually see did. it these days. I swear to God, Anatovic and Shakiri. I swear they must be best friends. I could see them working out at the gym because they're both huge <laughs> and just like being like complete like. Well, California squat bros. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I just see them being best buds. Well, they're two of definitely the most skilled players on this team. So I think on that level, like they see eye to eye, or like you know, what I mean, um, well, high intensity. Not, not to as say well. anything about the Stoke team. It's just that high in te- testosterone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, high in quality, man. Like well, yeah, high in too. skills. What yeah. I'm, I'm saying to say. that they just seem like characteristic. Like they just seem very. Uh, Similar, so they would like each other. They have swagger, man. They've played, you know, they've played for top clubs. You know, now Arnautovic scoring goals again, two this game. That's what they need. They need those players to step up. Just house that penalty, and then the second goal, just hold, like, shrugging. It was was such a clumsy penalty, right? It was. He just runs into the back of him, and it was just, it was really clumsy. Terrible defending, I thought. How hard did Arnautovic hit that penalty? Dude, he the always put a hole like, in the net. He tries to put a hole every time he takes a PK, dude. I if love that, it. If the goalie saves that, they might lose a hand. Or a finger. Or a face. But you, know, <laughs> you know what the problem is with those? If you miss it, it, you're kicking it out of the stadium. You know, if you, like, slip, like, it's going so far, like, high and wide, like uh, the Frank Lampard or the Terry Slips as well. Well, Terry slipped in. That game was raining, I believe. Yeah, but, I mean, it's always raining in England. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's... Keep doing it. It's awesome, but it's going to be hilarious when we see him miss one by like, like 30 Well, yards. it gets yeah. back to that point that you were talking about before with the stutter, with the penalties. Point. I mean, I, it's one of those things where I I kind of like the Arnett, Arnatovich. I like the, well, actually, no, I don't like the, the no placement. I like the power, but I, the stutter sometimes, we saw it with um, Coutinho. Coutinho in the Man City Capital Cup. It just sometimes the stutter just slows down the shot so much that the goalie can get it. Well, yeah, the problem is when you stutter, it means you lose momentum. If your goalie, if your goalie, if the goalie doesn't move on your stutter, now you have to take a one-step PK, and to generate power it. from that yeah. is difficult. That's the only reason I'm against the stutter. It's cute. It works. Like psychologically, it works because you're trying to be smart, you're trying to make the goalie guess. But either way, I'm fine with whatever technique you want to use. I. I'm not a huge fan of Arnautovic's technique because if you miss, it's a big price to pay, just like the stutter. It's the same kind of thought process, but it's hey, all man, about, it's, yeah. it's beautiful to watch. Well, it's one, all about where you put the ball, right? Yeah. Well, one Placement. one positive part is if if Arnautovic doesn't know where the ball is going, the goalie doesn't know where the ball is going. 
He's going to ricochet off someone. He's just kicking it as high as he can. Mm-hmm. Even if it's safe, that goalie's hurting after that ball. Whether it's hands, wrist, forearms, face. Speaking knee, of the goalie, did you stomach. see him on the second goal? He was tied up. His foot was his tied foot up in the net. The net. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to escape it like a chicken leg caught in the net. <laughs> Oh, guy, man. That sucked, man. Tries to get back up to get the rebound. Can't oh, yeah. move. The best part was after goal is scored, everyone's going back to the positions. He's still like fluttering around <laughs> trying to get his foot out of the goal. <laughs> you had a feel for him, like so. Yeah. Our, like that. That almost seems like the the kid in gym class, like oh oh come on guys come on just. <laughs> and getting relegated on top of that. Like, so this, this is your life, man. This is your life, bro. You know, I, th- I think Stoker actually finding form now in the league. You know, two back uh, back-to-back wins now. Um, they scored three goals. Now they scored two goals. They're scoring goals. They're conceded. They conceded one each in the, in the last two games. But you know, Mark Hughes, this team is quality still. You know, once the, once Shawcross gets back in that defense, your captain. I mean, that's why they bat- that had that dip there. Yeah, Defense man. Defense was out of sorts. Watch, Wolfschild was back this game. Now, Shawcross has to come back, and I think they'll have that intimidating Stoke defense that, that we're all used to. Um, but they'll the- lock down. Yeah, they'll be able to lock it down. But until then, I think they'll be giving up late goals like they did for this one. But Cunha was able to squeeze one through. You, see, you always see so many of these goals where the ball's just goes through the defender's legs and somehow finds a way to, to find the back of the net. So it was I, a good finish. It Kept good it finish. low. I have to say that too the, late, though. The, too little too late. The team's dip in form wasn't only because of defense. I mean, we have Shakir getting here for a little bit. <laughs> Anatovic got here for a little bit. Afile, Boyan, they both started becoming just like, you know, just average players. Because when they were flying, I mean, Arnatovic, Boyan, Afile, Shakiri, they all seemed unbelievable. And it's one of those things where Boyan, he's on the bench. He needs to re- rediscover his form. Once he gets back out there, really being the maestro, giving it to Anatovic, swing it over to Shakiri, working all together. And Walters is playing now as well, where when they went on that run, I don't think Walt- I think Walters was on the bench. Yeah, he was injured. Oh, he was injured? I thought yeah. he was just on the bench. And Affle, I believe that he moved up right behind Walters. So he's playing attacking mid where he used to be behind the attacking mid as well yeah but i mean he can look this is just semantics house i think you're getting into semantics now when you discuss like the specific positionings they just need bodies back yeah plain and simple they need bodies back and for me this is more concerned for aston villa a team who perpetually is losing this year and honestly i think mentally they've tapped out Mentally, I think they've tapped out. I think they've almost... Mathematically, they're Bro, just about they, out. They have yeah. 16 points. Sunderland, <clears throat> Sunderland is next up with 23, and then you got Newcastle with 24. So, like, it's over, dude. And uh, Richards was on the bench. The but, captain. Okay. Well, and Alan Hutton, who I think is a fraud. This is a, this is the time you're bringing the youth players. Yeah. Because you're last year in the Prem for who knows how long. You know, you have to find who wants to still play for the club. Exactly. Who's going who's to play for the club in the future, you know? You definitely got to That's all they have up. left at this point. What else do you have? Pride, man. Villa's a big club. They're a big English club. They're, you know, they're in the Prem a long Believe time. it or not, but they're known throughout the world, man. Aston Villa, you know, they've been associated with the, with the Premier League for a, for a long time, I think. Who do you think is the most likely Aston Villa player to stay in the Premier League by going to another team? At Bangalore. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> the most likely. Hmm. I'm I'm thinking Richards. I think Mika's getting picked up by somebody like one of the promoted teams. 
Yeah, but he's on his way down also at the same time. Like yeah. he came from Man City, didn't play. Now he's on yeah, I think Villa, was, trying to get some time. They captain. got relegated. So like his around. stock is not good. I hope he stays sticks around. I was hoping he'd get a, a Euro shot this summer with a good uh, run of form at Villa, but that didn't happen. Yeah, that's not happening. To me, I think a player like Carlos Gil um, would probably be the one to move. He's pretty, you know, relatively expensive in terms of his wages, and I think you know coming from La Liga side, he'd be kind of wanting to stay in top tier football so they'll probably see like a creative player maybe like that leave mm-hmm. Scott Sinclair that's true it'll be interesting to see how Aston Villa go about this whether they're going to just do a straight up fire sale or keep the team I also like the center back of Corey he did have some moments in this game where he looked a little bit shaky you um, can obviously get better <coughs> but I think overall he might be also one of those guys who might stick around in the top flight definitely right. man of the match an easy one, right? Oh, easy. Marco! A.K.A. Mini Ebra. Yeah, Mini man. Ebra. He was a boss. Fantasy favorite. <laughs> yeah. Arnold. Lucky. <laughs> no, I was that lucky. He came back after the injury. Next. It's on Atovich. You got to have faith. Let it go. Next up, we got <laughs> a thriller. The, ki- the king thriller. of the... Hold on. The king of the stats and statistics is telling me to have faith? Yeah. What a hypocrite. <laughs> How is that hypocritical? How could, there's no faith attached to stats, man. Yeah. I look at the stats and I have faith in the guy that gets stats. <laughs> I don't know if that works. That's like it's, it's two contrasting philosophies, man. Arnatovich having faith and going with stats. Yeah, Arnatovich is numbers. Been one of the best. Has some of the best numbers in the. You can't trust numbers, though. You have to have faith. That's what I'm trying to say. They're facing Aston Villa. He's coming back after two weeks. It's Arnatovich. He's gonna score. All right, whatever. West Brom. <laughs> Crystal Palace. Thriller. It was a, This was probably one of the. It was a very exciting game. You know, two teams in the lower half of the table. Going at it. Going at it. Punch for punch, man. It was great, man. I mean, West Brom almost buried this game early, but we saw a resurgent because uh, the Palace in the second half. Yannick Bolasi finally entering the fray, turned the whole game. But let's talk about the first half. And West yeah. Brom, man, looking good under Tony Poulos. Play, like, Palace coming out of the FA Cup, they played incredible. I had faith. I thought they were going to come at them, play good football. And they were just overrun by West Brom in every area of the first half. Mm-hmm. Every area just overrun. I think the key is a reunification of, or the reunion, not reunification. Mm-hmm. That was really weird. The reunion of Reunification. <laughs> I was thinking of, I think I was thinking of like WWE belts back in the day. The reunifying title. Um, the reunion of Cecinho and Berahino, man. Those two last season was such a problem for West Brom, like causing all kinds of problems for the other teams. And obviously, Berahino got into that spat with the club ownership. And it sounds like this week, he uh, or last week, he apologized and sort of put that thing behind him. And I think it's good for him. It's better for him to be the one who steps up and is the bigger man because it hurts him the most. Obviously, he had to do that PR-wise and everything like that. I get it. It's a big maturity step. Yeah. And it's good for him because he scores for his team. So, you know, he sort of rewards uh, Pulis hits the, for Hits the crossbar, too, creating chance. Like, this is the whole attack. This is the excitement of the West Brom. Uh, this is the whole force going forward. And then you got it's him. their wild card. You have him somewhat, you know, usually decent in defense. They let in two goals this weekend. But usually, like, when they get one and two, it's very difficult to claw back against them. And, and set pieces. West Brom is a side that's excellent with converting on set pieces. Sessegnon, you brought him up. Caused, caused them havoc. He earns a, a free kick in the corner, and West Brom's able to convert on that free kick. 
So for me, anytime Tony Poulos is playing Sessegnon and Berahino, he's playing to win. Whenever he's not, then I think he's playing more of a... He's either changing his tactics for the other team or he's just playing to kind of keep it a stalemate and have a, a defensive yeah. shell. Exactly. Well, that ball that Sessegnon had to Berahino, that's world-class. That was that was probably that was probably the best goal that I saw this weekend. That was unbelievable. The ball, not even the best goal, just the best assist. That was West Brom. West Brom's got some ballers, man. Yeah, this is a a quality team, like discreet quality team with Sessegnon and Barahino. And Barahino, and then you have Darren Fletcher, ex United boy, you know, captain. But I mean, that's like he's been played in Champions League finals. This guy has been there and done that. Like so he much brings experience. that experience to the side. What a great signing for West Brom man, and Darren Fletcher. I think that's an underrated signing by them. Like you said, he brings experience. He brings leadership, and he he can still ball, man. He can still play. He's showing he's making tackles all over the field. He's he's making interceptions. He's playing the right passes. It's it's awesome to see Fletcher bounce back. It almost makes me wish he had stayed. At United, because to have him next to Schneiderlin, you know. No, no, I don't no, see no, him no, doing just much. A, Fletcher, no, just Fletcher in his prime, player. man. If you think, could, if you could get close to it, what he was in his prime. I think Fletcher now over Carrick now, like Ooh. four marks. Uh, Carrick is giving the ball away a lot now. Obviously, Carrick brings more to the are table. Are you saying overall, or are you saying what are you saying? So you kind of wish that Carrick went to West Brom. Stayed, yeah. You wish Carrick went to West Brom. I would have kept Fletcher. Wow. Watching Fletcher play, I don't know. Man. I don't See, know, Fletcher man. wouldn't have wouldn't have been able to play center back against yeah. the first Arsenal. That's the catch. That's the rub. But there must also be something else because Carrick was captain as well, so it shows the leadership and the intelligence that he has in the locker room. Well, as well. Fletcher, well, Fletcher probably, became, Fletcher probably yeah. been that captain. Fletcher would have been captain yeah. because he was there at the club longer. Like Fletcher's a youth, youth academy, and the only re- well, not the only reason, but it happened. Carrick got the captain's armband when Fletcher had um. I think it was Crohn's. Yeah, yeah, his Crohn's. health. Yeah, his health has yeah. been his biggest question. Dude, he was a, he was a stud, man. It just sucks that he had that disease. But either way, I'm I'm happy with Carrick. I'm fine, and I'm happy with Fletcher doing well. For me, I don't know because Darren Fletcher to me was always one of those Fergie studs. He was always one of those players who played up because Alex Ferguson was his coach. To me, he didn't seem like a world class talent. No, no. by was, any means, no. he wasn't world class, and he was like that for many years. Like, and I remember Man United supporters, like my buddy's dad, hated him. Yeah. Like when he was getting like mid 2000s, he was playing him. He was like, he hated him. But by the end of the decade, man, like 09 Champions League final, when we made that push, he got a red card against Arsenal, missed the final. And we lost to Barcelona, probably would have lost anyway. But Fletcher missing that final was that huge. That was devastating, dude. Like that he defensive was... force. I'm not saying Roy Keane was, but like he was the closest thing mm. to a Roy Keane we've ever had. Exactly. And that's what I see at West Brom, man. Not that level, but that kind of fight, that passion, that. Making those tackles. Yeah, I'm at West Brom. I, my whole life, I grew up at a pedigreed club. And now I'm, you know, rolling my sleeves up. And he's finishing his career, man, in, in a beautiful way. I mean, he, that's a perfect club for him, then. Because yeah. West Brom is that way anyways. They're very good defensively. And now with the Berahino, with his his attitude and Young coming on. And then Rondon was a menace as well. With those three really playing oh, well, they're not a kick-and-run team anymore. Yeah, the front three is... They have a set... Uh, they have, excuse me. They have a uh, exciting. <laughs> I was like burping. <laughs> they have exciting front three players that, because I believe when West Brom played uh, Liverpool, I think Klopp actually talked down about Tony Pulis. I forget yeah, exactly. Yeah, he said that the it was mostly just kicking soccer yeah. type mentality. Yeah. But with those three, it's not it's not kick and run anymore. I mean, because they, they have that win. quality, man. It's like it's, it's very un West Brom like to actually have this quality in the side. And um, there's been a lot of West Brom talk, 
little CP talk, Yannick Bellassi coming back second half. Him and Willie Zaha had 45 minutes together on the pitch. Whole second half was different. Like it was beautiful to see. It was just that almost that one substitution. Adebayor off, mm. Bolasie on. I wish Adebayor could have stayed on a little longer, maybe because he's very good and a lone striker. But Connor Wickham, dude, that finish! My God, that second goal he had was just an absolute thunderbolt to the top corner. Laser. The first one was opportunistic, the and the Might second one was just straight class. Yeah, that one was just. It wasn't even luck, or I'm gonna try my luck, have a shot. That was just technique, man. That's something he's probably worked on his whole life. It was beautiful to see. I, I forget who the commentator was, but I believe at one point that they they asked the commentator, "Oh, oh, did uh, Crystal Palace change up their tactics? Da da da. Do they do this? Do they do that?" It's like, nah, they just put Belasi on. <laughs> the guy's a game changer, man. That good, dude. They went nine games without a loss, and all nine of those games, guess who wasn't playing? They have not won Belasi. since since uh, before Christmas, and that was the last time he played. Is Belasi on Palace next year? Yes. Yes. He needs, he needs another year at least yeah. to cultivate his, his talent. Especially with this injury. If he had played these nine games and he, he was scoring been, he goals, been, yeah. then maybe we'd have a bit of a debate. I could see someone throwing 20 at him. He Ooh, left, he 20 million? Left. Any, uh, anyone that's... Think about the league because he's not going to leave because there's a lot of money in this league next year. So, mm. like, it has to he's be a perfect league. You know what? Perfect. Perfect. You know, you know what I, now not, I'm thinking about who who's up there. Uh, no yeah. one needs him. Well, Liverpool. But actually, no, no, because with Firmino and Lallana, they don't. No, that's true. Yeah, I think I, I think Blas is on chip. Yeah. yeah, he's fine where he is. Let he's him develop. It. You know, let him have a full yeah. full season. He'll figure it out. He's quite an athlete. Yeah, he is, man. He's a beast. Maybe in Arsenal, if he you know has another season and can get it together, but even there, I don't know. And what was that? What was his move? He goes to the the left corner, <clears throat> has the ball at his feet, and he hits the ground. He pretends to pick it up. No, I, is it the, is it that? I think yeah. he slaps the ground. Well, there's one where he slaps the, gr- the ground, and then there was another one where he took both hands and put them right next to the ball, and then he stood up and kept dribbling. <laughs> so there's one where he yeah, hits the he, one where he really slaps the ground with one hand, and then he pretends I've to pick it up. I've never seen that before from a field Yo, player. No, he's nuts. That happened in high school. So Gomi's my boy, listens to the show. He's gonna love this story. So this kid on the day would do that all the time. Um, we're playing in high school, and so there'd be a punt, right? The goalie punts the ball, clears the ball. He would stick his hands up in the air like he's going to catch it, like he's playing football. And as it's coming down, he would, like, control it on his chest. So everyone would freeze, like, whoa. Like, he can't use your hands. He's going to catch Keep it. Her. And then he controls it. Or sometimes he'd, like, scoop it up into the into the air, like, trying to lift it over someone. Goes around that person, pretends to go catch it. That person <laughs> freezes. And he keeps dribbling, dude. It's That's street shit. It you throws I mean? you that's, off. That's that street Dude, that, he's stuff. a street baller, man. Yeah, yeah, man. You can see it in the way Balassi plays. <laughs> exactly. Very free play. Very trickery. Oh, I'm going to pick up the ball. Freezes everyone. Keeps going. It's such an odd thing as a defender when you see that. Yeah, you, you, you freeze. freeze. He's, he's, al- he's already like, unpredictable as it is with exactly. his movement. And then he's throwing these little... <laughs> Street thing, you know, street moves. Fake hand balls at you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful, man. Entertaining stuff. Mm. Um, man of the match, Craig Gardner. Craig Gardner, gotta be Craig Gardner. One goal, goal. one assist, one assist. the ball off the line. Mm. What more do you want from this guy? Unanimous. Unanimous. <laughs> what more do you want from this guy? <laughs> <laughs> You're challenging us. <laughs> Take the cape off, bro. All right, next game we got. Oh. Beep beep boop 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 boop. Quick touch. Uh, we got quick touch right now. We got West Ham Sunderland. Um, West Ham holding on the fifth spot for a day until Sunday. Man, you claimed it back, but they won one nil on an Antonio goal. And uh, cheap goal, huh? What do you guys think? Do you guys see the goal? Yeah, cheap goal. I mean, look, Van Aanholt. It was his mistake. He initially should have cleared the ball on that left flank. He allows the ball to remain in play, and then he gets beat one on one by Van Aanholt. 
Yeah, he could have maybe used some help, but... But that shot, though... Dude, that, that was, was a, a weak one. Though. It was an accurate power over precision. Conor McGregor on your ass. Yeah. Don't you think? But don't you think like a, a Premier League goalie is expected to make that? Now it's a perfect shot. Like as far as the forward technique, power, uh, precision, low on the ground, going across the goalie's body. But like, I, I think feel it was like a Premier League goalie. Like it wasn't a lot of power in it. He had enough time to see it. Like he did, but the ball bounced before okay. it hit the ground too. Okay. That was another big part of that. But goal. it went under him though. That's the thing. Like under his body, not like, like under his arm. I think right. Oh my! No, it was to the correctly. far post. Yeah, he finished it with his left foot to the far post. Okay. So it was, to me, it was a good finish. It was a clinical finish, and he had been reportedly Antonio had been saying that he was working on that cutting in, and finishing with his left foot. So. He's been working on it. Keep working, man, because clearly it's working. <laughs> that was a lot of workings. <laughs> to <Damn>. work. <laughs> well, it was uh, surprising to see this West Ham scene who's been performing well not scoring more goals at home against Sunderland. Mm. Especially know? with Sunderland, Andy Carroll back. <laughs> Sunderland, Sunderland have really turned up their defending in the last month and a half and really been a hard team to break down. To me, they still have the belief, so, Sunderland. I think, what was it, um, DeCanio, man. When he saved them from relegation, he mm. turned that Sunderland team into survivors or something, man. But I'd be curious to see if they can grind this out the rest of the season. Certainly came close getting a point this game, but West Ham is the better team across the board. Yeah, well, knowing say. that they beat Manchester United, they'll kind of always have, I think, that belief going forward as far as the, the second part of their campaign. Um, but We it's can beat be anybody tough. attitude. Exactly, exactly. Next up. Then we have the match. Not no, a quick, quick touch. touch. Oh. oh, yeah, true. <laughs> and then we got Welcome Watford. Welcome to PFC, Huss. Huss. Welcome to PFC. I was going to get into it because you... What's up, co-host? No, I was going to get into it because one of your favorite players had a good game. Koyate. I do love Koyate. Yeah, that's uh, that's why I thought we were going to get into that. Yeah, he was uh, man of the match for most. Uh, most of the pundits had him man of the match. And then the last game of the weekend is Watford-Bournemouth. Uh, somewhat of a tepid affair, 0-0. The guy comes close, you know, two or three chances. Maybe should have put one of them away on his day. Maybe he does. That's three points for, for Watford, but unfortunately. Watford's stumbling, huh? A bit of a stumble, but it's to be expected. I feel like they've been overachieving all season. These kind of stumbles were, were well overdue. They didn't lose points. Uh, well, they dropped two points, but they didn't lose all three. So Exactly. You To me, that's the biggest point. You're struggling, but just don't take losses. Yeah. You can struggle and take ties and come back and fight, but as soon as you start taking losses, that changes your season. They can add up, too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So good for them, man, you know, trying to avoid the drop. All right, so that wraps it up for our oh, BPL coverage BPL as well. Um, also, the Capital One Cup review. Uh, interesting game we had this weekend in Spain. Uh Going to quick touch a little bit, uh, changing changing gears to La Liga. We had the Madrid derby with the worst commentator, by the way. The best commentator in the world, Ray Hudson. With the worst partner, gonna, Phil. How many times can he say mercurial? We get it. Not it's enough. A word. Every Not three enough. minutes. When he doesn't say mercurial, touch. he'll say magis- magisterial. Oh, magisterial is nice. Which is my favorite it is adjective. Um, magisterial. <laughs> messy. Oh. And this was at the Bernabeu. So Real Madrid was at home against Atletico Madrid. 
Diego Simeone after the game was quoted as saying it's natural for Atletico Madrid to beat Real Madrid at home. <laughs> it looked natural. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, talk about stoking the fire. It's natural. It's natural. They were and all just poking with needles said, at that point. And they man. said the last, what, six competitions Madrid hasn't won? Like it's been ties and struggles? Oh yeah, it's been struggles. They, they, every time Atletico's they face them. here now, man. They're actually ever a since, legit opponent. Ever since Real lost to Atletico in the 2013 Copa del Rey final. They have mm. not beaten them since. That's that's what that was the stat. That was, but that was a turning point, man. Copa del Rey, Mourinho's last uh, last game in charge, I think, before he left. Yeah, but they won Champions League final, right, against um, Atletico. That no. was 2014. That was the year when, after. Was that because Ancelotti oh, was coaching them at that, that was time? Atletico. Ancelotti, Ancelotti. So that may need the bro science. Domestic. That, yeah, that might be a domestic kind of thing. Um, either way, it's 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 a nightmare. It's a matchup nightmare. Nightmare. Diego Simeone, defensively, I think this is the best defensive team in all of Europe. They're able to lock down CR seven. He always has a bad game, or not a bad game, but he just doesn't score as much against this Atletico team. And for me, Antoine Griezmann had to be the man of the match in this game. He steps up, beautiful interplay with Felipe, um, Felipe Luis. Um, on the Atletico's left back for a quick 1-2 finish. Keylor Navas was also having a good game, the goalkeeper for Real Madrid. Had some but big saves. Yeah, yeah. overall, this was a terrific game. Um, rewatch it if you can. Uh, a major upset, but as far as Simeone's concerned, it wasn't an upset at all. It was natural. Dude, as far as seeing like a, a team going from, you know, student to master, like this was the matchup, you know, and that's why, like, Diego saying that it's natural for Atletico to beat Real Madrid is an absurdity. And he knows it, it's an absurdity, but he's doing it to play mind games. And it worked. It you did. know, it got into the head of Ronaldo. Well, not specifically, but either way, like, it... I don't know, man. I I just felt like Ronaldo shied away that game. He missed some glorious opportunities. Even that's that header, like... Heading 101, you head it into the ground. Like, even if you want to aim it, you head it low, so hopefully it bounces, or at least it's at the goalie's feet. He can't get his hands low. And little technical things like that. I was like, that's not Ronaldo. I've watched him play for United for almost a decade, and it was just sad to see, and you could see the pain in his eyes. You even texted, like, Ronaldo's about to cry. He had an opportunity that he missed where he looked like he was about to cry. And it wasn't even that great an opportunity. It was a shot, like, across the box. Like Mm. I mean, it was a a solid chance, but it wasn't, like, clear-cut. No. But on his day, man, he puts that on frame. He's at least getting that on net, and it just didn't fall for him. And then after the game, we had he uh, he was almost he, it was criticism almost aimed at his teammates, but that's that shit I hate. In a yeah, way, no, I but in a way, I think what he was Let's, trying to say was that physically, no one puts in as much work and dedication as he does. You know, and if his play, if his teammates did that, at least they could match his physical level. See the problem because you're, bo- you're born with a certain skill. Here's his quotes. I know you can take right. quotes being taken well, out of no, context. What, what, no, what no. I'm saying is it's a. It annoys me that they say that Cristiano has dropped his level, and that is why Madrid has dropped their level. He said, "If they were able to, uh, they were all at my level, we'd be first. You always ask me these crap questions, but the thing is, you're the leader. You want to be the face of that club. They're not going to be at your level. You're top two players in the world. Not everyone's going to be at your level. Physi- you're supposed to be a physically. Is you're supposed he- to be a leader. No, but what he's By- saying is put the work in. I understand where you're yeah, coming obviously, from. Obviously, he's I the second they- first best player in the world. He wasn't saying that because that's but- ridiculous. No one's going to be up there with him. I'm on. I'm on the fence with this one because he what he said is legitimate. Hundred percent legitimate. Absolutely, they but, would win. But 
what if Henri came out and said that when Arsenal's struggling? What if uh, what if Messi Cantona said that? came out? What if Messi Neymar. came out? It's something you don't say. It's something you say in the locker room. Yes. Like, you motherfuckers need to man up and start showing up with me three hours before practice, staying three hours after practice. You say that in the locker room. You don't say that to the fans. I agree but who's with to say Ronaldo he hasn't said. already said that in the locker room? But, but still, you're losing your club. For the, for the benefit of team chemistry, this is a bad statement. It's not an untrue statement. It is 100... What he's saying is 100% honesty, and we bitch at these players for not giving us honesty, and he's given us honesty. I appreciate it. But let's not act like this doesn't hurt team chemistry. Absolutely. Yeah, a little bit, but is it sometimes good to ruffle team chemistry? In the locker room. room. In the, too many stars in I think in the locker room, you do do that. Mm-hmm. Not to the press. But mm-hmm. also, didn't he just come off a game where he should have had two goals, three goals? We had good he had chances that he chances missed. In this game. He, he had great chances that he missed. I'm, and I love Ronaldo. It's just, I understand his frustration. Every time Madrid loses, it's Ronaldo's fault. No matter what happens. And but my that's thing what is, he's 30, right? He's 30, 30 years old. But he's 31. 31. So my thing is, he's getting older. And I think out. he's realizing that, guys, I need help. I can't do this by myself. For me, he's just saying like what El was saying. You guys need to either put in more work. And how do we know? You guys are jumping to this point that... Oh, don't do it publicly. Maybe he has called him out in the locker room and no one's responded. So maybe this might be, because we don't hear CR7 saying this often, this might be a strategic thing where he's calling them out, trying to have them respond maybe. It looks like a sole loser thing because they're taking the loss. So it's difficult to say the intent of where this came from. We can't just jump to the conclusion that he's never tried this in the locker room. I think the writing's on the wall. Ronaldo's on his way out. You don't call your club out like this if you want to be there next year. I mean, I understand... There's a certain way to call your teammates out. Unless if he knows people, other people are on their way out. It could be that too, but I'd, I've never seen this from the best players in the world calling out your team like this. Dude, what if he's doing it for people like James Rodriguez, who honestly, he looked like he was out of shape this game. Yeah. James, he, looked just, he looked like he was out of shape. He took a nap. He just, even when he, he, he was running with the ball, got to a point where he looked so tired that his touches kind of faded. His, his technique dropped because he was so tired. So maybe he's speaking to players like that. And he's saying Zidane's giving you a chance. You need to step up. And also, I think he was also giving shots at players like Bale, who is almost injured you know, every couple of months or he's always missing a week. I think he was also criticizing their fitness levels that you, know, you guys keep getting injured. We need to be on the field every week in, week out, not missing games, missing weeks. We need to be, you know, Suarez, Messi. Sometimes you can't help injuries, though. I'm just saying, yes, you can help. There was certain physical uh, fitness regimens. Preparing. Preparing. Like, you might, like they, don't, they don't prepare. They don't eat nothing. There's Cristiano, times you can't prepare. Sometimes no people's shit, bodies are just no, agree, different. Agree. No, no. I mean, to, to both your points, yeah. like, I agree. But Al's saying, like, yes, barring, you know, the random injury, the random quad pull, maybe I, they're not prepping right. I feel like Gareth Bale is someone you do not bring up because I feel like he does prepare very well. I mean, the guy's favorite How drink. You know? The guy's favorite drink is ice water. But maybe not correctly. Like I, he'd, be, he'd be doing something no, wrong. I mean, then teach him. Can't go, even, go out there. Yeah, we can't, I mean, we're making the assumptions the too. Yeah, mm. too specific. Yeah, this true. is more like general. Like maybe look, maybe he does. What I'm saying is, it's rare. I've rarely seen a captain calling out his team on TV. That having a positive 
uh, result on a team. A coach doing it? And the yes. timing of it was coach? very bad. I'll agree with you. And the timing after game. a derby imagine loss. Today, Zidane's first well, loss. Well, imagine today an Arsenal player comes out or Arsenal captain comes out and says, well, if if everyone else was working as hard as me, we probably would have won today. Like, it's kind of... Egotistical. Yeah. Yes. Like, it's just not the right message. I it's not the right wording. Yeah. Like, what do you... I'm interested in <sighs> seeing how me. Zidane handles Ronaldo. this. Does Zidane go to him personally go, look. I mean, Zidane's what? one of the... Who? Uh, Zinedine, Zidane, because he is <laughs> Zidane, 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 whatever. I love so it. whatever, yeah. bro. This guy's a legend. You what I'm saying is, you bow to him. You say it incorrect. No, no, I'm not. I don't bow to anybody. You bow, you bow to Zidane. No, that's, that's you may. I won't. What? Jesus, bro. I, I only bow to tie my shoes. So what I'm saying is, um, how does he? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, so how does he handle this? Does he go to him personally? He say, look, none of that, because he, he's one of the the greatest leaders. Of his teams with uh, France, look, Zizou, Real. He took responsibility like great managers do after a game. He exactly. said, "This was on me. Yeah. Real was not prepared well. You don't we blame your team for Now, not does he talk to hard. Cristiano behind well, doors? A, well, as look, of course he will. He'll yeah. talk to everyone and probably CR7 individually because he is their main superstar. But he did what great coaches do: you accept the blame on your shoulders. You yeah. say it's my fault. I'm I didn't prepare guy. my players. And honestly, I think we did see Zidane get out coached for the yeah. first time." He's been. He has the better team overall. So yeah. this was a game where home game too. It was a rivalry, and d- defensively, the defensive effort and the tactics Simeone displayed. He continues to do it. World class manager. And to finish finish up with Ronaldo, um, I think this is the frustration from him missing the ball in Dior too. Ronaldo, uh, Messi was hurt for what like almost a month, two months, mm. and Ronaldo was scoring during that time, leading his club, and somehow Messi still gets the ball in Dior. That sounds pretty personal to me you know because Ronaldo isn't is seen as the bad guy you know but if you watch his documentary you read about his life he's a handsome dude he's cocky on the field but he's a single father you know he's raising his kid on his own like this is a good dude but because we're so focused on he wanted image. that way he's a single father no, no, by choice, he didn't, he didn't yeah, by choice. no how do you no no but it's, it's by personality it's by person it's who he is he's being yeah. honest for us it's not like Ronaldo walks out and like does his hair just for games like he's which is why I like Ronaldo yeah he's but the thing with Messi is I don't know who Messi yeah. really is. I feel Did like you I don't actually really see the Messi. The real uh, Messi. There's something where the commentary Messi had while watching the Cristiano documentary. It was, it was only for a few minutes, but uh, Messi let loose. I, I saw it randomly, maybe a yeah, few well, months ago. Yeah, why doesn't Messi put out a documentary? Well, why doesn't he put out skeletons, bro? Yeah, he clearly yeah. does. There have been a lot of rumors that Messi is like a bit of a jerk. I can't be that great at something and not be a jerk. I'm telling you right now. That's why I love Ronaldo. He wears it on his sleeve, man. Yeah. I am who I am. He is who he is. Love him or hate him. You can't be the best player in the world and not be a dick. And like, you try and make everybody. Then again, I don't know know? either one. So maybe Messi is a great guy. All his teammates love him. Good. It seems like a lot of his teammates love him. What? That's yeah, he pretty well, No, I'm just joking. I mean, yeah. come on. I think it might be the other way around. Zlatan is Zlatan. <laughs> Zlatan hated everyone. Zlatan hated that everyone was on the same page. I remember reading an excerpt out of his book, and he basically said, like, going to Barcelona, I'm paraphrasing, but going to Barcelona, they were all, like, um, like cult members. Like, they yeah, all man. worshipped Pep, and no one said anything outside the lines. 
And that's why um, Ibrahimovic was like, I, I can't do this. Like, I can't just fall in line and just obey Pep. And I gotta obey. buy the same car as everyone. Exactly. I gotta Basically, wear the same right? suit. We all have to date blonde. My shirt <laughs> always has to be tucked in. Yeah. Socks always pulled up. So I can't was like, do this. Nah. Well, he also would have had a Champions League title to his name. Or two. Touche. <laughs> Either, <laughs> Either way, I love that he's going for it on his own. His oh, own yeah, you have to love Ibra. Yeah, even if he doesn't get it. Like, he did it his own way. That's one thing we can say about Ibra. Now, Real Madrid, nine points out uh, behind Barcelona, third place. Surely, season's gone. The title's gone. Yeah, this the title's gone. Champions League now. Now it's the Champions League. Copa's gone. Title's gone. Straight Champions Champos. League. That's it. Could be a good push for them and if Zizou can get it done. Now they just have to keep in mind that they still don't have the team built to beat Barcelona, and they have a potential transfer ban coming up so we should see a lot of moves from madrid not looking forward. good let's get it into man city real quick uh pep he's watching this game today who does he say like i need him on my team and who does he look at and say i really don't want him on my team paul pogba no no no, no <laughs> he was watching the no, game no, no, he was still no, no, thinking no, no, no. He was watching of the, the team right now right now of the city I'm say, I think I'm Yaya Torre. I think so. Yeah, Yaya Torre is out. Great. Sergio Busquets is in. Yeah, absolutely. In my yeah, opinion. But, so I'm saying, who's Busquets? in? That's on the team right now. Who's definitely like we can't let anyone Sterling. buy this guy. Sterling. 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 Who else? Company. Company. Yeah. So the main guys, and then maybe like, Zabaleta. Joey Hart. So Yaya is out definitely next year. I think Otamendi too. Maybe Otamendi could be out. I think he could get it if he could coach him. Otamendi right now. Sagna. Ultimately, let's not forget, ultimately at Valencia was a stud. Let's not forget that. There's a reason why Man City brought him. No, he was. At, currently, he's not studly. Maybe he needs the right yeah. coach. You know, sometimes that's, that's what all I'm saying. If, I think if Pep can get through to him, he, he dove has again in it that game. in him. He has it in him to be a good center back. I haven't seen it this year, but at Valencia, he, he did it year in, year out. Yeah. So but, Yeah, other yeah, than that, yeah. It's, it's Is Zabaleta out? No. no, no way, dude. No. He's a legend. Been there since yeah. the beginning days with the FA Cups. Like and getting rid of Ivanovic. Yeah, yeah, you need him in the in the locker it. room. All right, so that wraps it up for us. Episode thirty in the books. Big three zero. Glory, three-o, glory. Man. Getting old as hell. Um, <laughs> great weekend, Al. Huh? Great weekend. Great weekend. Gonna sleep nice tonight. Footy's great. Yeah, huh? it's a great weekend. Love it. We learned a lot. TCB, <laughs> TCB game. I love it. All day. You know, no sweat. Liverpool no sweat. should still be proud for the performance they put out there. That and was losing. a and that, losing. No, no, no. Liverpool you know, they lost. Hey, <laughs> you know what? They lost, but you know what? That game was outstanding, and they played one of the best teams. Because City, when they're informed, they can beat anyone in the world. Mm. Agreed. Agreed. It was a good show. All right. Tiki. Tom. Al. And Haas. Glory. Goons. Glory. Goons.